The Center for Minorities in the Mathematical Sciences presents Mathematically Uncensored. Where our talk is real and complex, but never discreet. This is Pamela Harris. This is Eris Winger. And you're listening to Mathematically Uncensored, where our talk is real and complex. But never discreet. Yo, what's up? I am so excited to get to share another Saturday with you. I know, right? No, weekend. That's right. People need to know and be reminded. Sometimes, sometimes we're usually on Saturday mornings, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, it could be anytime, given how busy you are. I'm going to blame you. No, so. I, I see what you just did. Uh, <laughs> the person that's at NAM traveling oh the world. God. Well, I'm no, so excited to hear all that you've been up to. No, and that's so interesting because I, I just had um, an experience a couple of days ago that made me think about who I want to be, mm. and so or. Yeah, and so I, I was teaching an evening class. Most of my classes are evening at Georgia Gwinnett College. And I had a student come in, and I was just sitting mm-hmm. there. And then she was like, I need to talk to you. Oh, that's like, terrifying. <laughs> I, I know that that bothers you. So I was like, okay. And so she was like, it's personal. I was like, okay, well, let's step out. And so we, we went to another classroom and closed the door. And, and, you know, we were talking. And, you know, she was mentioning how she thinks she's going to need to drop a class. Right. And okay. like, she was very worried, not my class, but a, a different one. And so I was like, okay. And then we started talking about dropping and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And so eventually we kept talking and it, it, I just realized like, this is now I had become like her flash mentor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. And so there are a couple of things there, but like, and so then I was like, okay, well, let me get out the coordinates. Mm-hmm. And I started going through these things. Okay. So eventually we kept talking and then it became clear that like she had mentioned she had a couple of mental breakdowns. She was having problems with her, with her parents and Mm -hmm. her parents had said, well, we're willing to help you with some of these issues. And then they're not anymore. Mm -hmm. And so, and so then this crucial moment came where Mm. um, I would have said, well, I think you should go to counseling services. They're over in that building. Right. And then instead I said, oh, it sounds like you should talk to somebody because she was like, have you, because I was like, have you talked to somebody? She was like, well, I don't have insurance, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, we have services here. And I said, well, it's six o'clock now because class is about to start. It's mm-hmm. closed, but I'll walk you over there tomorrow. Mm, get it, Eric. Look at you. No, and I have to tell you, no. And I just, I don't know where that came from. I don't know where it came from. Like I, uh, for 15, 17, I don't even know how long I've been doing this. I would have pointed over there and say, that's where it is. Mm-hmm. And, and that's your now, problem. Yes, that's right. That, because that's what I'm saying. That's what, when I point, I'm saying mm-hmm. that's your problem. Yeah. And instead I was like, I, we'll meet tomorrow at three and we'll walk over together. Mm-hmm. We'll walk over. So I go the next day and she's there. We meet at the classroom. Oh my God. <laughs> you think I didn't go? I'm just so, no, I'm just, I'm, like, I'm just imagining what that, who, why do you do this to me so early and I already want to cry? Because like, what would that have meant? And yeah, okay, continue. No, that, you're right. You're right. Yes, no. So I we meet at three and this is completely out of the way. Like, I don't need to be here at three. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, let's meet at three. 
and she's there waiting for me, and we mm-hmm. walk over together. And the and, and again, these quote little things to walk over, well, mm-hmm. us just getting to know each other, yeah. and like I, I, it was just like, and so. We walk over, and then I introduce her to the person over there in counseling services. And then I'm like, do you need me to stay? She's like, no, I don't want you to stay. I was like, okay, great. Then, mm-hmm. And then I left. And then I left. Mm. And like, yeah, I mean, and so what are we talking about? We're talking about an extra maybe 30 minutes over both mm-hmm. days that I spent. Mm-hmm. And when I go back and think about the times I may have pointed before where the person actually doesn't do it. Right. Right. What if she what if she didn't go? Because if I just say it's always over there in that room and then the next day she's just like, well, you know, I'm too busy to go today. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yes. It's it's interesting because I think about it and it's providing a sense of support, a familiar face in an unexpected new place. Yes. But also the accountability, because there's times where we don't want to show up. To things, but if yes. you know that your buddy's there and they're, yes. they got you, it's easier to do. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And there was this other thing about connection that I've been thinking about the last couple of days that she she chose to connect with me, and I needed mm-hmm. to I needed to treat that with the care it deserved. Mm-hmm. Right. And and the pointing and saying go over there was she needed more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just has me thinking about I don't sometimes I don't get to pick. When a student connects mm-hmm. with me, mm-hmm. and that, mm-hmm. and when it happens, I just have to be like, okay, wait, this person wants to connect with me, and so let's. Mm-hmm. So it was like I was thrust into this mentor role, and mm-hmm. you know, in the past, I may have been like, well, I just, I'm just here to teach just you college algebra. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. go over and there. Ha- yes, and not only that, the the fear, right? Because there's been times where I show like this kind of situation shows up, and the reason why I point is because I I have a sense of fear that anything yes. else that I might say or do might, in fact, cause damage. Oh, I was terrified right? the whole right? time. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So then walk over. I was like, oh, my God, we're going over here. I don't want to say the wrong thing. This is a sensitive right. topic. Like, right. should I keep it surface level? Right. Yeah, like, no. It was, it was, it was very, um, yeah, yeah, I was out of my comfort zone. Yeah. I was out of my so, comfort zone. Wow. Oh, it's interesting because I have almost a similar story to tell Mm. because recently I I traveled to give a talk. And as I was giving this talk, I was talking about, you know, my math journey and and mentoring and the way that mentoring changes lives and all of this. And after the talk, there was a student who waited until everyone left. You know, there was, it was really... Me, the person that invited me, and then the student. Um, yeah. The person that invited me, like, could tell that the student wanted a little bit of, like, a private time. So, like, they moved far away, as yes. far away as they could in the, in the lecture room. Yeah. And the student said to me that they've been having a hard time with graduate school, that, uh-huh. you know, they they immediately told me, like, you know, I'm struggling with some mental health issues and, mm. and you know, the the kind of things that help me relax and help me be productive, like are often also the things that make me appear very lazy to other people. You mm. know, like my demeanor yes. changes and the yes. way that my, my physical body reacts to it. Like I am tired. I am, you know, whatever. Yes. Yes. And so we're having this conversation and, and, you know, I said, and so she's, she's struggling with how do I portray the person that I actually am when I am physically dealing with 
some some mental health issues that are are physically appearing. Yes. Right. And yeah. the assumptions that people make is, well, she's lazy. She's not a good yes. graduate student. She's not working hard enough. And so, you know, I just looked at her and I said, you know, I'm I'm such a hypocrite because first when I give this talk in particular, like I talk about my identities and I talk about being Latina and being queer and like being a mom and all of these things. And for so long, I've never put on there like the fact that I've been clinically depressed, that I mm-hmm. suffer from tremendous amount of anxiety, you yeah. know, and, and I told her that. And I was like, I, I feel like And I believe that we can openly have these conversations about the importance that it is to take care of ourselves, both mentally and physically and all of this. And I said, and I hadn't, it hadn't even hit me, you know? And so we were having this conversation and then she said, wow, okay. Like, oh, I didn't realize like we connected in this way. And then I said, and I want to, I was like, and I want to honor like how much courage it takes for you to come up to me who I'm a complete stranger and you somehow felt like we connected Yes. When that piece that we both share was like just missing. Yes. And so, and, and I said, and, and I totally understand where you're coming from. And, and like, I went to my book bag mm. and I pulled out my prescription medicine. And I said, and I just want to show you what I'm on. Wow. And I handed her the bottle and she looked at it and she read it. And, you know, and I was like, for me, like one, one huge thing that shows up, like my anxiety shows up anytime I travel, mm. like, and who, who knows that, right? Like I don't right. go around advertising this and you know how much I travel, yes. but like, you want to see me be a, a not me, yes. like fly with me. Yes. And I, I am not I the same no person. Clue. Wow. You had no clue. Okay. And yeah. so like, I'm talking to her about this and you know, like we've had some nice email exchanges afterwards. And, and it's interesting because again, it's, about showing up for people authentically being present in that short period of time. And we miss those opportunities because of fear, because of fear of making a mistake, because of fear of saying the wrong thing, because of fear of being canceled by social media, right? Like there's so much internal fear, but I wonder if we figured out how to just push a little against it yes. and, and just be honest and vulnerable ourselves, like how yes. much of an impact we could have on the yeah. lives of each other. Because yes. at the same time, I felt like, oh, yeah, no, I, I too go through all of this. And, yes. and like, it's it's okay for me to talk about it. And there's times yes. where it flares and there's times where I'm pretty stable. And so yeah. Yeah. it's just interesting um, that we've had similar experiences, you yeah. know, in, in parallel lives, I guess. Yeah, and you, you had me thinking about the difference, right? Because I'm thinking about two situations where, two parallel universes where one turns into authenticity and the other one ta- turns into canceled. And, mm. and when, I, when, I, when I was envisioning both spaces, there was one in which certainly if I had offered advice versus mm-hmm. offering assistance. Like mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. like I said, I can take you over there. We can right. go over there together. As opposed to being like, you need to do this. You need to do mm-hmm. this. Like, let me tell you about your life. Right? right. And so, I, and so it, 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 but again, it comes back to this humility that we keep talking yeah. about. That like, I, 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 the first thing I realized is that this is not my area at all. Mm-hmm. And a couple of weeks ago, I mean, well, not a couple of weeks ago, the last, one of the last episodes of the last season, we talked about, you know, realizing that 
there's some domains of which I am not an expert. Right. I needed to embrace that and yeah. then have at my disposal the places and resources that we could offer to that person outside right. of my own expertise. Right. And so that's what it was. And so, mm-hmm. but I, it, but it was a crucial difference between pointing and walking them over. Mm. Right. And that's, that's what I hope everybody's hearing right now when you're talking, no matter where you're mentoring, can you walk them over? Because if you can mm-hmm. do it, if you can mm-hmm. do it, right. I mean, unless they don't want you to, right. Like it's yeah. one of these things. Yeah. Cause I was waiting for her to tell me no. I thought she was going to say no. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I believe yeah. it. And then she said yes. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, yeah, you're like all calendar the ready? <laughs> no, no. I was like tomorrow at three. But then like I, that's when I got nervous. Like you were talking mm-hmm. about like, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know how to do this. Like I'm walking her mm-hmm. over. Like, what are mm-hmm. you gonna talk about? All of that stuff. So yeah, I've been thinking about connection. And so, and then that does tie into Nam. Because when yeah. I was thinking about what makes Nam, what makes that conference different? What makes, you know, other conferences that you and I talk about where it's just like I'm coming home as opposed to mm-hmm. I'm going to work. That's right. I'm coming home versus I'm going to work. And like, I think there's something and it it has to do with connection that I know I'm going into that room and I'm already connected to so many people in there. And it's just a a reaffirmation of people over content. Right. Where it's like, okay, I'm with this community and we're going to do math. Whereas there's some other conferences where I'm just like, all right, I'm going to see some math and maybe I'll connect with some people. Mm-hmm. And th- there's some there's something in my heart, there's something in belonging where it's just like <sighs> versus mm-hmm. like shoulder, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. tension, right? Yeah, like where grinding. am I walking to? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Your absolutely. jaw hurts, yeah. And no, and, and that's what I want. I want, you know, people from the dominant culture, whether it's white people or men or straight people, to understand just this constant when you walk into the room right. that you're not part of it, the tension. There is yes. tension and that yes. weighs on you across the board and it's nonstop. I, I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter how much status. Yeah. Anyway. That's right. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And the, the thing that I think a lot about given this past now, so I wasn't able to attend, yeah. um, but you know, Kimberly Hathaway attended. Yes. Um, yes. And so I, I got so many pictures so, you know, we talked on the last episode that I'm, I'm yes. co-advising Kimberly. Yeah. Um, and so she's at the conference and people who listen to the show, who are friends, all of a sudden started sending me text messages and yes. Facebook messages yes. and pictures of Kimberly presenting her research. And yeah. I, yeah, I think it's taking me a long time mm. to feel like, you know, I belong in math, and, and we've talked about this at length. Um, yeah. But just to see my people uplifting oh. Kimberly yes. brings me just so much joy. Yes. Because we've talked about being treasures to the discipline. Yes. And here is Kimberly at the start of her career being embraced. And I just yes. want to say thank you. Oh, like, thank God. you, Eris. You know, thank you for the pictures. Thank you for for everything, for making her feel welcome yes. into a community of, of mathematicians of color. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so thankful. Well, I'm like, is... just seriously, thank you, thank you, thank yeah, you for all that you all did to put that conference together, to make a difference in her life and in her journey mm-hmm. and in her sense of belonging, in her sense of being able to see herself represented in the Black community. Yeah. 
fully and authentically as a mathematician without question. This is why NAM is important. I was about this to is say. Yes. why MathFest yeah. is important. Yeah. This is why NSF and Simons and, you know, all of these people that hold money, like, should be donating to NAM because the experience and the the sense of belonging that are cultivated and created in these spaces is what fills our cup. Yes. Is what allows us to go back to these, you know, dominant spaces yes. where we are completely tense all of the time, but we're built up enough in these short bursts yes. with the right people in the right community that it will hold us until the next time yes. we come home. That's right. No, well, thank you so much for that. That's that's the highest, highest compliment you can pay to Nam for sure. And that uh, I can only say that the people behind the scenes that, I mean, at Nam who worked around the clock for this to mm-hmm. be a success. And it was a success, right? And so, yeah, it, it was just fantastic. And to, to be a part of that team mm-hmm. has, was just absolutely an honor. So to play any role in it for an organization that brought me into math mm-hmm. in a lot of ways... Yeah, it means more than I can say. And, and and watching Kimberly, it was special for me because I saw some of you in her. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I now did. talk about That's, compliments. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Well, part of it is because, I mean, she was talking about parking functions and I can mm-hmm, only think of mm-hmm. you. Like, right? So, yeah. So then right. she was doing that. But then, like, I just, just, like, this is someone who I know has been interacting with Kamala. I can feel it, right? And so I saw mm-hmm. that. And that was just special, too, right, mm-hmm. to see you know, your influence on her in, in lots of ways and to see your legacy in action, mm-hmm. right? right. So special, right? Part of your yeah. legacy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so it was just a, a fantastic time. So but it makes me think now, and this is the unanswered question we have, mu at minoritymath.org is the email address. Here's the question. The question is about, this is, we're saying this is not replicable in dominant spaces. We can't go, go make a corner of this somewhere. We try. Oh, you're, we try. by the way, by the way, it's the people who are, who, yeah, we aren't on YouTube yet, but she's shaking her head. No, like, no, we ain't I doing just, that. I, mm. Why not? Why not? It, it, it are, is that just so powerful? There's always going to be someone knocking on the door. Oh, that's not fair. I'll, I'll tell you why. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Because, and, and I'm only speaking from my own perspective, when, I feel like we carve out a space out of this dominant place, right? Mm. I'm thinking like your giant JMM. Of course, of course. Your giant NAM, uh, not sorry, uh, MathFest, MAA yeah. MathFest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Again, we're on the side. Yes. Oh, you get yeah, me? right. Yes. That's yes, it. Yes, yes. That's the thing. That's, And I'm not saying that there isn't value in that. Like I still yeah. want a space where I can show up and, you know, be me and everything. Mm. But, But what I'm saying is that we're still secondary. We're yes. still like off yes. on this other room, far no, away from the main yes. hall. Like we're we're the sideshow, right? Yes. And and yeah, yeah, that yeah. just something doesn't sit well with no, me. Whereas yeah. when I know that the whole purpose and that the whole space was created for me, I don't feel like a sidekick. I don't yes. feel like I was just put in the back hall, right? right? So mm. so there's something about just the optics. Yes. of it that yeah. rubbed me the wrong way. Um, but again, that's just me. But yeah. what I am saying is that, well, I still want some of that because I, <laughs> right. still, because I still need a place where I can let my shoulders drop. Yes. Right? I still need a place, even in this dominant culture, when I go give, you know, this big talk, like I yeah. still afterwards need a place where I can just be like, 
oh, yo, that shit was hard. Like, I'm, I'm yes. exhausted, you know? My, my yeah. face hurts from trying to smile so much because I'm conditioned as a woman to do that. Yes. And I just want to be wearing my mask because then I can right. have my resting face yes. and not be told to smile, right? Like, yes. those yes. kinds of things. Just, like, just relax, just breathe, just just be me. Like, yes. I need those spaces, even in, in these big conferences. Um, yeah. But the optics aren't good, you know? Yes, no, that's good. a good point. That's a great, great, great point. Yeah, no, that is fantastic. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so yeah, connection has been big on my mind in that sense. And also, you know, in telling this story about the student, I had to remember that this is the education, like walking with her, getting to know her, taking her over was the education that I'm really interested in, right? Mm, and that, and mm-hmm. that when I look back on this year or this last month in terms of, Someone says, well, how's teaching been going? I'm going to tell that story. Mm. I'm not going to tell a story about what theorems mm. I talked about or mm-hmm. equations. That's the mm-hmm. story. And so, you know, as I continue to, like you started off, as I continue to do professional development and give talks and do all this other stuff that isn't just being hard for in the classroom, mm-hmm. I, I had to stop and say, well, wait, what, is this what, what am I doing? Because mm-hmm. like I, because like I've been, I've been doing a lot of pointing recently. Mm. Like go over there, see this resource, go 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 go, and like yeah. And so after I had walked her back, I was like, well, wait, this is what I'm. This is it. This is who mm-hmm. I am. This is who I've mm-hmm. been, right? Mm-hmm. And I haven't been that mm-hmm. because I've been doing quote these other things, which is again mm-hmm. serving and just in a different way. But this mm-hmm. like personal, let me dig in and get to know you one on one is um, yeah. yeah. I've been missing that. That's for so sure. important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's required yeah. in order for us to be authentic in the work that we're doing, I think. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, it makes me think, you know, also things that are contrary to that. So we, we're talking about uplifting people, building community. Um, and I can tell you one thing that's not uplifting that I've been yes. thinking a lot about recently. Yes, yes. what? Qu- qualifying exams. Oh, yes. It's that time. It's that time of the semester. It Where, you know, towards, you know, towards the end of the semester, some of us will be. And, and what I want to do is I want to just say things as plainly as possible. You know, people, when we talk about certain things, people want to put spin on it, give it a narrative. Right. When it's just if you just look at if you just look at it at its bare bones, we should just all be like, wait, what are we talking about? Let's just be clear about this. So there are some of us who are graduate students who are in the classes working hard. And there's a date in the near future in which they'll take a test, which will determine whether they get to stay mm-hmm. in the story, right? Mm-hmm. And so the question becomes for us as a discipline, first of all, that's a narrative that mm-hmm. dominates 99% Absolutely. of that there's a test that's coming. And if we don't pass it, we have to leave. And then we that's just right. have to say, and so I, I, we're on here to say, to, to put that narrative on the table and say, are we okay with this? Right. I, mean, I mean, that's all we're saying. So I, this, and I just want to be clear that we're not saying it's political. No one's giving any opinion. No one's saying anything's right or wrong. Although I'm about to make an opinion in just a second. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing on the table. Is Should there be one test? And, and of course, That determines everything. Yeah, yeah, or a set of tests, right? So there's a set of tests, you know, they, they're in of them. And should this be the thing that says, can you stay or not? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then that leads to the bigger question of what are the conditions in which we think about what should we be considering about mm-hmm. whether a person 
can go ahead and move forward or perhaps take a different direction. You see the words I'm using? Right. Instead of failing, right. instead of not right. being good enough. Instead right. Of, right. So I, right. I, I, I'm sitting with you now because I want to change the narrative about what this stuff is about. And I just want to be plain about what we're saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe we can start with, you know, our own experiences through this yeah. process. Yeah. So I've mentioned, you know, so at UW Milwaukee, uh, it, very seldomly do students start in the PhD program. Oh. You know, UW-Milwaukee accepts graduate students. If you have an undergrad degree, you immediately go into the master's program. Yeah. And I got to say that worked really well for me because I needed some more background, right? I didn't have a full year. I didn't even have a semester of real analysis. Yeah. Eris, if I had gone anywhere else, I would never have gotten mm. a PhD. That is, mm. the, I, like, I, I honestly, deep in my heart, believe that. Because I had not had real analysis. I did an independent study. Like, I I learned nothing. You know, I was like on chapter one, section three or something like that by the end of the semester. Mm, mm. Um, And so I was able to to take the the right classes. And I finished my master's. You know, I failed those exams multiple times. Mm. And those were written exams. And then once I got into the PhD program, for us, they're called, the quals are, are basically yeah. like prelims is what we call them. We, they're yeah. oral exams. Um, you, you complete basically a year-long sequence prior to taking this exam. Often yeah. you study during the summer and then you take them that fall. Yeah. Uh, and so for me, it was algebra, uh, measure theory, and then um, points at topology. Those were my, wow. my three areas yeah. that I had to take this exam in. And I remember first off, you know, I, I did okay in the classes. Like I, you know, I'm the, I've never been a superstar. I, I did fine in my classes. I passed them. And when I was studying that summer, it was very clear to me that I, I kind of didn't know like where to focus or how to mm. study, which was for mm. sure a problem yeah. that I mitigated by just like constantly talking to the professors. Yes. My real analysis, my measure theory professor handed me a list of 21, 22 questions. Okay. And he said, and they're like the big things, you know? Yes, in the of course, course, of course. Yeah. And then he said, I will ask you a subset of these. Yes. It was great. I was just like, okay, if yes. it's not on here, I don't need to worry about it. And yes. so I was able to like really focus. And then the uh, topology professor, you know, we sat down, we mapped out the kinds of things that I should know very example and theorem driven. So like you needed yeah. to know, you know, examples of this, not this, that kind yeah. of stuff. And then the the algebra exam was similar in nature. Like I, I got some guidance from which I was yeah. able to like craft the types of topics that I should know. So okay. I want to make sure, I want to make sure I understand. You, they were, so you had three separate oral ones? They were, they were three separate topics. Yes. All on the same day. Okay. And so what happens is I go into a little room and yes. the three professors are there. Okay. And you have no idea how long this is going to take. Yes. You just show up and they basically each take a turn questioning you until yes. they're satisfied. Yes. Yes. And then it's over, right? Like they question yes. you. You're at the board. You're answering their questions. You're proving whatever they're asking you to prove. And then they say, I'm satisfied. And then the next person goes. And then the next person goes. Got then it. you, so after some amount of time, I think yeah. for me, it was maybe two and a half hours. Yeah. You know, you you leave the room, you close the door, and then you're, you're like, they'll eventually come and get me from my office. Yes, got it. Um, and the I remember the hour before. So first off, the studying was grueling, right? I, was I studied. Ask you. Yes. It was grueling, and I had you know. And when did I you start? I started definitely that summer. Like I was okay. nonstop studying that summer. Yes. 
Um, I remember I'm for topology, which is absolutely never been measure theory. I did fine. Like I liked it. But topology, I was like, the what? This is not making sense. I made 300 note cards. And what? I have the Maris. I still have no. my note cards. Uh-oh. If, 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 you should I, offer if these I had, things off. If I had, no, listen, if I had M-U them, at Minority I Man. promise you, I promise you that I have them and I might even like, I'm just peeking to see if I can find the little thing. She is so, looking around her house. I'm literally looking around just to show you. In my, okay, but anyways, I was at the grocery store. Okay, I'd be at the grocery wow. store in line with my baby in the stroller with the groceries in a cart, you know, and I'm like pushing the stroller in the cart and I'm like, we're stopped at the, we're stopped at the checkout line. Okay. Like with my cards. Yes. With my little cards. Yes. All of it. Okay. So it was a grueling summer. And I remember thinking, um, you know, the, the week leading up to the test, I remember being in the car driving home after a long day and, Crying, listening mm. to Adele, you know, mm. crying, listening to Adele, thinking, you know, I, I told my husband I was not going to move to California where he was. I told him I was not going to move to North Carolina where he was stationed because I wanted to get this PhD and the sick feeling in the pit of my stomach oh my God. that I've been raising this baby by myself away from her father because I'm selfish and I want this degree more than I have had wanted anything else in my life, um, academically speaking, that if I failed, I would get kicked out and I would not be able to get a job anywhere. Mm. And that I had like taken my child away from her father for all Mm. of those years. And so the emotional roller coaster, because let's get real, like we are grownups with full lives at this point. You know, we're not... You're 18 year old. This isn't high you know, school. They, exactly. Yeah. You're not yes. a high school student anymore. You're a full grown up making minimum wage, trying to survive, trying to pursue this passion, trying to become a professional mathematician. And like it, it was destroying me. But I was yes. like, I'm just going to do it like head down. But the car rides at night every, like were just the yes. brutal. And uh, but I, I prepared again. I, you know, really, really studied and I passed them the first time. And in fact, I remember, you know, that the hour before my prelims, I had to teach. And I mm-hmm. almost had a breakdown because mm-hmm. I just couldn't teach my class that I, I'm really thankful to, to Jill, my graduate school friend, who I, is now my colleague, because she said, you know what? What are you doing? You should have told me, like, that I, I will teach your class. So she said, get out of here. So I just remember the hour before my exam, I hid mm. in the bathroom and all I said to myself was, I've done enough. Ooh, I have prepared enough. Yes. I will pass this exam. And then like the whole time, Aris, I said, I can do it. I will do it. I can do it. I will do it. Yes. And shortly thereafter is when I got that tattooed on my wrists. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and and I was like, I, I can do this. I can do this. I will do it. I went in there. I showed them what I knew. As I did as best as I could. And I yeah. remember leaving the room and skipping, actually physically <laughs> skipping to my office. And I was like, it is done. And I have passed. Oh, so you didn't wait outside the room for them to come out or no. anything? Okay, no, okay. I went to my office because I was like, don't yeah. come and find me. Yes. And I skipped. And Jill said, I guess it went okay. And I was like, <laughs> it went well. I was like, I knew the answers. I answered everything. And yeah, yeah they came in and they said, you passed. 
there are like 800 things I want to say. That oh. is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And now I'm picturing you. A fam, I hope you can picture Pamela with the kid, no cards. Yeah, I'm ready for the movie. I'm ready for the movie. That oh my God, no. Unbelievable. Only if Salma Hayek is going to play your girl, okay? Salma, come for me. That sounds fantastic. J-Lo J- will be a- fine too. J- <laughs> okay, that's good. No, it, it comes back to the story of the impossible to me. That is just mm-hmm. impossible. That's unimaginable. And But then I, I'm interested, there are a couple of things. I'm interested in this notion of like the physical test versus the oral part. Now, you had said that the master's ones you failed, they were written. Yes. Yes. So it, what, what was the difference between these two? Okay, so I can tell you what it was. That I did not comprehend the following. So when I am given something in writing, To me, it is, that is it. Like, you have to answer exactly what is written there. There is no open-endedness to it. It is just, it is a question, and it's kind of a yes or a no, and, and either you know it or you don't. And I didn't understand until later on that, okay, you might not be able to answer the question that was written. But what if you say, in addition to the function being continuous, if it happens to also be differentiable, then I can use this tool and this tool and this tool and this tool to try to attack the problem. And when I am asked a question orally, for some reason, I understand that. I understand that if I cannot answer your question, we can have a dialogue and I can share with you what I know. Yes. And also I just process better orally. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I can communicate what I understand much better when I get to express it and say, "Mm, actually, that sounds wrong. I think really it goes like this. Yeah. Rather than seeing it in print, which feels very permanent. Yeah. And so I, I that's my own thing. But also, again, it took me failing those master's exams multiple times to then get exactly that feedback that, listen, you don't have to solve the question that's written down if you can't. Mm -hmm. Explain why you can't solve it. Yeah. Get as far as you can. Add some additional conditions and tell us what you do know. Mm. And I was like, well, that doesn't, that's not in the instructions. And we've never done any homework like that. Ever. Ever. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. That's interesting. And then the other thing is that it's interesting how, as I'm going to tell my story, but you, me, and Michael all had oral. Mm-hmm. oral qualifiers, right? So I'm thinking about this oral piece versus the the written piece. Yeah. So yeah, so mine was similar. I did not study as early as you did. That is no? for sure. Absolutely not. No. So I was more of the last minute. So maybe like the month before. And like, but part of it was that I wasn't taking that many more classes at the time. So like I had okay. more time to prepare during the semester for it. But yeah, I had shut off the whole world in preparation for it. Like, I was just... Mm-hmm. And no, and I mean, I think... I don't... I think that was probably the most intense I've ever been about studying for something. Yeah. Like, even after, like, writing the thesis, like, it was it was like a make-or-break thing. Yeah. Right? And so, for the... I mean, the week of, like, I literally spoke to no one. Mm-hmm. And I just was locked in my efficiency apartment, right? Mm-hmm. Just working... So what I think is crucial that you and I shared this experience was this conversation with the people. So mine mm-hmm. were in continuum mechanics and numerical analysis and impartial differential equations. And so they were related because they, my thesis was going to be tied to those things. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I remember sitting down with each of those professors and yeah. just the, the transparency, like here are the things mm-hmm. that I think are important. Uh, here, here are the things you should read, the chapters. And yeah, it, it just made, and so when I went in, there was just some things, there was like maybe a couple of things that I just didn't know, but they walked me through it. And we mm-hmm. had this conversation, right? And I, I'm just reminded of, of what you just said, that like when it's oral and you're having a conversation and that's when I, I feel like that's when you actually understand what's, whether someone knows something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Like I, I just, yeah. As, as opposed to uh, the test itself. Yeah. I, and I would, ima- I can't imagine having to do the, the two and a half hour, do these four problems the best you can and do that. Three mm. times. Like I just cannot imagine. No. Yeah. 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 And people do it all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. But lots of people don't get through it. Yeah. And it makes me wonder about those people who were subjected to having this seven and a half hour in totality three test thing that if you had a conversation with them about right. this stuff, like what, what how, how are these aligned? Like if you mm-hmm. if you don't if you can't solve this problem in, you know, 30 minutes, but then you can have a conversation with them about the conditions of the problem, why they might be necessary, mm-hmm. what are the theorems you can use, then wait, does that person know it or not? Right. Like, because literally the word qualify is in the... See, I want to break this tab. The word qualify yeah. is in the phrasing. So mm-hmm. we're saying that if you can do this, then you qualify. You're right. deemed worthy. Right. And so I think that we need to start to think about, you know, how is worthiness determined? Right. Is it by this test or is it by you using your... Right, because it's one of these things where we're... we're in a lot of ways, we're giving more authority to the faculty to say, look, I want you to use your authority to just have a conversation with this person. You determine whether, mm-hmm. you know, they are figuring some stuff out or they're not. Right. Yeah. Which makes me think a lot about these models. So but tell me a little bit more. So your your exams. So also oral. And you just yeah. also had. So we go into yeah, it was exactly dialogue? the same thing. Yeah, that's right. So oh, wow. each person had their turn. No, I was like, oh, my God, we had the same experience mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. But you just worked harder. But like, yeah. <laughs> so, so remember, fam, I started way at the did. bottom. Now we're here. Okay? Oh, that's right. <laughs> as Drake says, that's right. So I um. So yeah, no, we, we we went through each one, and you know, Bill Williams was one of these people at Kitty Mechanics, and he was super straightforward. He was like, "Look, you mm-hmm. need to know this theorem. You need to know the proof. You need to know mm-hmm. right because there's just certain things." And so when it came his turn, like it, he gave me the grapefruit. And I proved mm-hmm. this long ass theorem, and right, mm-hmm. that was great. And then, like, numerical, Roy was great. I mean, he asked me some questions. I, I knew, you know, I, I just had a picture of everything. And then Bill asked me something about different equations, and like, that's where I got stuck. I got stuck in the place. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, what was great about this, and it's actually now that I've heard what you said, it's resonating with me in this very moment. He asked me to solve a differential equation using a particular method. And I didn't mm-hmm. know the method. And I said, mm-hmm. I would solve it this way. Mm. Here's how I would solve it. And then he was like, that's fine. That's great. And then we still went ahead and walked mm-hmm. through how to solve it the other way that, that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder that after I left, because when I left, I sat outside and waited oh. for those motherfuckers to come tell me. Like, I oh. was, I could... I could not go. And so I was sitting outside, but I wonder, you know, with, and so 
again, now that we're having this conversation, I'm thinking about that closed door and the three of them behind yeah. it, right? And I was just sitting there yeah. waiting. And just the image of that, I can't imagine. But they, but in that conversation, I would imagine that they were like, well, he didn't know how to do this. But then someone right. would say, well, wait, he knew this other way to do it. Right. Right? But you don't get to do that on a written, ex- like, you just no, don't get to not do that. At all. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they came out and they said, you passed and... Right. Yeah. And it was great. It was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. So and then I mm-hmm. just collapsed. I was so yeah. exhausted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think so I must exhausted. have slept for a week after yes. that. I don't even know who took care of my child. OK. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we, we might edit that part out. But no, no, yeah. no. No, keep it. No, keep it. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, just a sense of relief to have gotten yeah. over the hump. And, and, and again, we're here asking, is the hump necessary? Mm-hmm. Is the hump necessary? Like, yeah, how? it's. Yeah. Yeah. How how we can re envision yes. having students share their knowledge. Because mm-hmm. really, what is this about? This is about content and knowledge. Yes. Yes. There's an expectation that we have, we qualify, right? That we know yes. the stuff. Yes. And so I guess what I'm envisioning is a new model. Like, what yes. other ways could we think about? that do the same thing, that allow yes. a student to share what it is that they know. And I got to tell you, you know, big shout out to, to Bryn Mawr College. Mm. I know that they worked extremely hard this past academic year to re-envision mm. what their preliminary exams or qualifying exams for the PhD would entail. Yeah. And let me tell you that, you know, and, and I'm telling you sort of, you know, secondhand, the stuff that, that I've learned um, from having conversations with their faculty about how they brought together the faculty with the graduate students ah. to re-envision what the process would look like. And yeah. it wasn't because their students were not passing the traditional gatekeeping methods, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just because they could do it better. Mm. And, and I just appreciate, you know, during the middle of pandemic, during times where, where everybody is busy and trying to redevelop their courses, right, for, for hybrid, for online, for all of this stuff, that they took time to actually sit down and think, can we do this better? Yes. And so as I understand that their new model is what I, what I do as a mathematician, which is you are learning something new, you are working through exercises, you're understanding yes. proofs, and then you present it to someone. You do a set of lectures about what you have learned in these topics. And so here's the thing that I found even better about that. That, you know, their graduate students, they have a small graduate program. And their graduate students end up being very close with the undergraduate math majors. So I want you to imagine if you had been at Bryn Mawr Mm. and you prepared your numerical no, let's say yeah. your differential equation. Yeah. Okay. Course, because you're now going to show up yeah. and teach to students mm, the mm. content that you have spent months learning on your own. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to show them the method that you learned, the methods that exist that they might be able to use, but maybe it's not something that you prepared, yes. right? Like, yes. oh, by the way, there's these other methods that we could learn together. Yes. Yes. If we continue down this path. But here's the breadth of all that I have learned encompassed in maybe four lectures that you run. 
The students get to ask you questions. The faculty get to ask you questions. And then you adapt your next lecture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you might not know the answer. But guess what? You are brilliant enough yes. that if you don't know this method that this professor told you, you could go away for a few days and come back yes. and be like, I didn't yes. know that method, but now I know it. Let me show you how you would apply it to the problems I showed you last week. Yes, yes, yes Imagine yes. what that would do. Of course. To build a community. Community. Of That's exactly learners. What I yes. So it's yes, not yes. even just a, a process by which you're you're showing your own worthiness, but it is a process by which you publicly share knowledge yes. Yes, and yes, build yes. community. Yeah. What could be yeah. better? Yes. No, 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 that that does sound fantastic. I do hear them though. I hear them, right? They Oh, I know. Yeah, yes. So I mean that, that you there's there's certain things you have to know, you have to know them fast. Right. Mm, that, we're yeah. Back to speed. yeah. We are back to speed. There's no other way around because people are trying to publish fat. Remember, in order to be great at our discipline, you got to put out a number of papers per year. That sounds like a rate to me. Mm. That sounds like one number divided by another number, and we want that thing to be high. What is it? Four mm. per year? Is it four, three and a half? Until you yeah. ask, and then yeah, the that's field, right. and yes. the field. Yes. Oh, quality. yes. And, and, the, and the journal. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All of mm-hmm. that stuff shows up. By the way, none of that, all that, that sounds pretty political and power-driven mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to me. But that's another story. So, yeah, but, yeah, there, there's some people who just say, no, you've got to be able to do these problems in this amount of time. That means you qualify. And mm-hmm. I, I just want us to dig into that. Like, why, why is that? For what? For what purpose? Mm-hmm. To gain what, mm-hmm. right? That's what we have to start asking. So there's some people listening now. I just need you to just say, well, wait, how is it that we do it in our institution? And mm-hmm. why is it that way? And the most important thing in my mind mm-hmm. is that what do the people who are subjected to these things say about mm. the experience? Because the, the question becomes, does Pamela have to suffer? Do I have to suffer? Do, do, and I think we had it relatively nice versus the mm-hmm. <laughs> people who had mm-hmm. to be subjected to these things. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've just heard in the core, in the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the horror stories. Yes. Horror stories. And, of course, we're not also talking about the people who did not pass and who were told. That's to right. Can you imagine getting yeah. the letter? And so the thing, that the, my, my biggest criticism of the core has been, and it's not a criticism, it's just it's not what it's meant to do, is that all the mm-hmm. lost voices, we're only talking about the people who are still here. We interviewed... It's successful, and, yeah. And, and again, yeah, and so it's one of these things, where, and successful is in the title of the NSF grant, obviously. That's right? right. And so it's one of these things where we wanted to get the voices of people who are in the process, who are still going along, who are just finishing. And I just want to be honest, throughout the whole thing, time and again, we just kept bringing up, well, what about the people... Where are the voices of people who didn't pass? That's right. And so I, I'm right. talking to some people out there who have some influence. We need to go find those people and have a conversation with them because they might be the people and the voices that we need in order to change mm-hmm. this whole discipline, right? That's we right. may not be able to change people's minds. And by the way, this is true over history. We wouldn't have a Voting Rights Act. We wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to vote if finally people didn't see on television us being hosed down by officers. Right. And be, right? Oh, that you, yeah. have to, uh, you have to appeal to the morality of people in order for change to happen mm-hmm. at, at the best, right? We're losing mm-hmm. our morals in lots of ways. But I'm just saying that if we're going to change something, we need to look at the people who were impacted and say, look, I was ready to do this. And, and in a lot of ways, I'm thinking about Hadaway. I'm thinking about Kimberly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I saw someone 
you know, who is on the trajectory. And I don't want exams to be yeah, the thing that stops her. To be the thing her. that might, yeah, oh my God. pull some roadblock. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. So, I mean, and for us to say, if somehow she didn't pass some, they're like, oh, well, she's not ready. Like, did you not? Mm. Look at her talk. Mm-hmm. Just look mm-hmm. at the talk she gave. Like, Yeah, listen, un- she gives talks, and I'm like, I've seen plenary talks from oh senior people God. that I'm like, you need to take a, le- take a step yes. back. Let yes, Kimberly yes, yes. give that talk. Yes, like, absolutely, absolutely. So, so yeah, but that's what, many, yes, go ahead. I was going to say also, the, the thing that I'm cognizant of is that, you know, when, when people think about their institution or their department, they're likely going to say, we're not so bad. We're, we're doing okay. And the truth is that, okay, maybe your single institution yes. might be doing all right. But let's yeah. talk about on average, how right. many people are we losing? Yes. And so we, we looked up some data. Yeah. And let, let us just be very clear that we are losing oh, yes. a ton of yes. people. Yes. And so the statistics tell us that of those that start, and let me just say they lump mathematics and physical sciences together. Mm-hmm. So we don't have the just mathematics number, but only 48% of people who begin a PhD finish a PhD. Now, it's interesting that you put the word only, because I, I, I would like to hear what people think about this number. Again, math being the gatekeeper it is. Is 48% high? Is it low? Is it like, and that that's the thing. I think it's only, you think it's only, but the, again, the only. listener, so do I. I, just, you I at, want yes. them to do this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 you're right. They should tell us. MU at minoritymath.org. Yeah. Here's the thing. What That 48% to me represents the following. A student comes into your program, you've accepted them. And I hope to goodness that when they have been accepted into your program, it is because you believe they will be successful. Yeah, yeah. So you are investing in them is how I would want us to believe that this is how graduate education goes, but that's another thought. But okay, the student comes in and then you say, welcome to University X. Yes. You pull out a coin and you flip it. Oh my God. Yes. That's what you're doing. Yes. That is where we are at. As a discipline. The student walks in and you say, welcome to University X, and you flip that fucking coin. And if it's heads, they made it. If yes. it's not, you tell them, here's yes. the door. That's right. That's right. That's what we're doing. That's, That's what as we're a discipline. About. That's right. As a and discipline, yes. we're flipping yes. a fucking coin on people's lives. That's right. That's and right. these are people who have oftentimes moved across the country to live oh in a town God, where yes. you can't find tortillas. Yes. And now you're telling me you're flipping a coin on me? Yes, that's right. That's right. And then, and to those people who just say, well, that's not mine. No, here we go. Mm. Yeah, right. that's not me. That's not our place. No, we're talking about we are part of something that is letting this happen. Right. And when we think about this whole process, if it's a coin flip, and I love this because it's narrative change. So that now when someone says, oh, we're thinking about graduate school, then we can say, oh, you mean that coin flip? Yeah. You, you mean the coin flip? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. And so in other words, we can have our young people say, here are the numbers. Can you explain to me why this is more than a coin flip for me? Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, yes, look yes, at yes. the people. Again, that's the thing, right? You see 48% and then you separate it from Pamela, you separate it from Eris, from yes. Michael. There's no people when you see that number. But yes. if you see that graduate student that you just welcome into your new class, into the new cohort, I want you to see their faces. You just said, come and move to the middle of wherever. You brought them from all over the country. Yes. And now... Flip a coin in front of 
each single one of them oh and say, you'll make it, you won't make it, you'll make it, you won't make it, because that's right. how it's going to go. Right, 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 right. On right. average. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And we know, we know, and this is why we've been talking about this, and this is when I, I hope one of the things that will come from the core, minoritymath.org slash core, is that we have to distinguish the places, because this 50%, this 48%, it is not a normal distribution. There are some schools that mm-hmm. will bring in tons of people and say, yes. figure it out. And yes. that contributes. So they are like 20%. Or there's some places, mm-hmm. right? And then there are other places that are supportive. And we have to distinguish the two. Yeah. Explicitly. Explicitly. Yeah. And yeah. this is the time. So my challenge to folks who are at graduate institutions, myself included, I'm working on this, yes. is let's be very transparent about our numbers. Yes. Put yes. them on your website. And you know where we put them? Exactly where we're trying to recruit students. Because if you're trying to recruit students, I want a student to know whether we are the flip a coin or worse. Yes. Yes. Love I want, it. I don't want students to be applying to come somewhere where they're at a flip of a yes. coin. Yes. Yes. And if, if students knew that, do you think that maybe they would make better choices? Yes. Yes. They might right. be like, they you might. know what? That name sounds real fancy, but I kind of yes. don't like their 20%. No, that's right. And, oh, and when over yes. here, it's 85. <laughs> right. right. I might right, right. love the 85. Yes. Oh, no, but there's something about prestige that we get. It's mm. intoxicating. It's intoxicating. And so there, there's some of my uh, people who are just like, well, that that's not going to be me. I'm going to be able to mm-hmm. do it. And it's not so much... When, when we see these percentages or we, we say that this place might, isn't good or isn't good for uh, certain people or whatever, then and we're not saying that you can't do it. We're saying that the number is indicative of an environment that they're going to subject you to that you may not have over here. Right? That's like, right. yeah, we're just talking about that you deserve a better environment. Yeah, so. Also, yeah. there's gatekeeping. Right. And so the the thing that I'm thinking about and and the bias and the racism and the sexism that show up in academia. And so the thing is that, you know, and this is part of what I struggle a lot with, Mm. that I show up at a space and I'm like, I got this. I can do this. I will do this. And I will put all of my energy into it. But I will never outwork somebody's belief that I am not worthy because of who I am. Mm. I will never outwork that. Eris, mm. I've tried. Mm. It does not matter. It doesn't matter how much I publish, mm. right? The AMS will still put out my citation and yeah. remove my mathematics. It doesn't matter. Mm. So th- that's the truth that we are up against. And so you're right. You know, the, the MIT, the Harvard, the Yales, the Princetons, right? Like we look at those and yes, it is like, ooh, I want to go there because if I go there, then I'll be deemed worthy. And you might get in, yeah. but that does not remove that additional barrier that you may never be able to outwork yeah. the racism you may encounter. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's how powerful they are. That is how powerful. It is. So I, I hope that this has gotten some people thinking about two things, right? About qualifying exams in general and about, and we're going to continue this conversation, right? Because it's a very important one. People are suffering, Mm-hmm. People are suffering right now, and over the next few weeks, there are going to be some people who are going to hunker down and go through the process of trying to quote get enough stuff in their brain so mm-hmm. that for this three-hour test 
um, hopefully one, if not four, that they have to take, that they have to justify that they belong. And that breaks my heart. No, I just, that just came out of my mouth. Like, that's what they are. You have to justify that you belong. Mm -hmm. And the question becomes, how can we completely change that whole narrative to something else? Yeah, absolutely. And still achieve all the same mathematical results that we're going to achieve anyway. Absolutely. And have less suffering because of it. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's a, it's a conversation that'll take us maybe our lifetime, but yes, it, yeah, let's hope that more right. people will join us. That's right. That having is right. These conversations in Let department. us know what you're doing at your institution or some radical things that you've been thinking about MU at minoritymath.org. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what's upcoming in the community. Yes. So as we mentioned last time, so you and I and Michael with Abby Herseg were putting together a workshop at MSRI. Although I think they just changed their name, so my apologies. Um, But it's going to be action-oriented. We're going to go to the hard places. So tell me, Eris, what are your hopes and dreams for this mentoring workshop that we're going to host? So this is what's bittersweet is because I'm so excited about this. This is one of these things where it's just like, first of all, to work with you and Michael and Abby on this. is There's no one else I would want to work on this as well. But also, I just want to do it by myself. Because I just wanted to be the way I wanted to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Because we would get in there and just, mm-hmm. like, get to work. We would have scenarios all day long. And 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 we're still going to do some of that for sure. I, I just, mm-hmm. I don't want this to be a, quote, regular conference. We mm-hmm. are, I, I, what else am I going to say? But we are going to change the whole discipline. We're going to, if you are a mentor in mathematics, you got to come to this thing. You got to be here. As we and and I say go to the hard places because where else should we go? In other words, mm-hmm. when I if I'm sitting if I'm sitting down and I'm laying back and I'm watching somebody talk for fifty minutes about best practices and about mm-hmm. right, there are a couple of things there. One, when you talk about best practices about mentoring somebody, like eighty five percent of the time you ain't talking about Jamal. Yeah, right, because Jamal's specific situation is not represented. Mm -hmm. As much as it needs to Mm -hmm. be in terms of mentoring, right? And yeah, and so there's that. But then it's also, I just get to listen to your talk. Maybe I'm on my phone. Maybe I'm right. Mm -hmm. As opposed to, you know, coming in, maybe hearing from somebody who's been through this experience, but who talks about their challenges, who talks about when they failed, who talks about, who who points at you and say, you aren't doing enough, right? And Mm -hmm. then to create community in a way in which we can sit and talk about what worked, what didn't work how our own biases and how the stuff inside of us prevented us from being good mentors when we needed to be good mentors, all of it. That's right. Let's get it all out there. And then at the end to say, you know what? Here's some things that I promised to each of us that I'm going to go back and do differently, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, action-oriented, we're going to be, we're going to get out there and we're going to have a great time, right? It's going to be, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be heartbreaking. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be, uh, everything that we needed to be, right? Um, and so in order for it to be everything we needed to be, we need all the voices to come, mm-hmm. right? We need everybody to come and have hard conversations. And, and out of it will come something bigger than each of us could not have done individually. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Let's yeah, it. I'm, I'm hearing it. this this accountability, Yes. right? It's a yes. big portion of it. And this. we need accountability. Yeah, so Absolutely. Yeah, and it's because of the power. What else am I going to say? Mm. Because again, with my flash mentoring this past week, 
I had all the power in the world to say, go fix your problem, lady. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And and the mm-hmm. what I want to be as a mentor is someone who walked them over. Mm. Right. And so that's the other thing that we are certainly not presenting ourselves as experts. We are facilitating the expansion. Mm-hmm. We're trying to create a space where mentors from all over the country and math can come and we utilize everything we got, put it all together, mm-hmm. mix it up into my wife's from New Orleans, put it in the gumbo pot and it's going to taste good. It's going to mm-hmm. taste good. But if we missing the crabs, somebody's out there oh. got crabs. The, oh, they need and, to come. Yes, yes, we need to come. The people who have the sausage, the people who got the root, mm-hmm. yeah, like we mm-hmm. got to bring it all, right? And so, yeah, mm-hmm. we don't have, we don't need gumbo without the spice. So let's do everybody that. come and let's do it. Yeah. So excited. So that's happening March 2023. So check yeah. out the MSRI workshop um, schedule to yeah. put in your name to come and hang out with us during that time. We also have the MBG SIAM Early Career Fellowship. So those applications are coming due October 31st. So check that out and apply. That's definitely uh, graduate students, early career. You know, Mm. there's some funds there for you. Field of Dreams is coming up. That's going to be at the IMA in November. So early, I think November 4th and 6th. And then our friends and family of the oh, under yes. uh, the online undergraduate resource fair for the advancement and alliance of marginalized mathematicians, our fam for short. Check out their virtual workshop, which is scheduled for November 19th through the 20th. So their website is ourfa2m2.org. That's their website. We also have an upcoming JMM storytelling event. So that's scheduled for January. So if you're going to be in Boston hanging out with us, oh, yes. make sure that you check that out. Um, there's some going to be some star-studded stories you'll get. To I can't wait to hear that. This is going to be fantastic. Super excited. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Thank you as always for this time, sister. I really appreciate it. Who are you? You already know. Oh, I am Pamela Harris. And I am Harris Winger. And you've been listening to Mathematically Uncensored, where our talk is real and complex. But never discreet. Later, people. Thanks.